Hello everyone, welcome to Anything and Everything, the podcast where me and my friend Connor say hello. What's up? Hello. Talk about anything and everything. Now, today on this podcast, I have decided that I want to talk about moments of pain. Not just actual pain, but also emotional pain if we want but mostly just, like, pain, you know? So, pain. I'm gonna start off first by saying, uh, I'm feeling pain right now. Uh, I I literally just kind of woke up, and my back was hurting. I don't know why. I don't know what happened, but I think I was sleeping on it. And, like, it feels... I lean forward and it hurts. So that's that. Are you feeling pain right now? Um, not physical pain. I'm kind of feeling emotional slash figurative pain because this stupid update that came out like almost twelve. Well, has been over 12 hours of being out and I still can't update it because uh it keeps doing this stupid thing where and I have literally been doing like research like on Google I've been going through Xbox support like looking up all these different things I've been doing all these different like options of how to fix this problem and I still can't fix it so I'm trying to download for people to know the new operation just came out for Rainbow Six Siege and it's been out since 9 o'clock in the morning. My mom started, because I was at school, she started downloading at 9.30. Well, she didn't know, and I didn't know, that it was having problems. So it keeps doing this thing where it keeps, like, installing, and every once in a while, which is really often, it will literally say, installation stopped, and it'll stop installing the update. And it will literally do this so often, and it keeps doing it, and if I don't make sure and watch it, that it will literally do it, like, by itself. And it will stay on installation stopped. Like, it won't, like, immediately just go back to retrying. Most of the time, it will literally just stay, like, not installing. And it's really annoying. It keeps, like, I'm only at 39%, and this is a 34 gigabyte update and i'm only at 13.63 gigabytes through and it's telling me that it's going to play in eight hours i would have i wanted to play this like nine hours ago i wanted not even nine hours probably like six or seven whenever i got home i wanted to play this when i got home from school and i didn't get to do it because this stupid thing which i cannot fix i've tried everything i tried to let my Xbox turn off because I know it updates quicker that way. It would stop installing without me knowing. Um, if I don't watch it consistently, it'll do, I'll like not know that it stopped installing and it will just sit there. And it just is making me go insane. I'm having the most mental... Like, it makes me want to go insane. This is so stupid. Oh my... Xbox. Yeah, like I said, it literally I've had it turn like fully turn off 
and like let it sit there off so that's like fully restarted and it still won't fix the problem this would have been done hours ago probably before i did get home but this stupid issue won't stop like i can't I've gone through the Xbox, like, support, like, literally for this exact issue, like, it says how to fix or if your game keeps uh, having installation issues. I looked, and literally it didn't really help, for one, because, like, it literally just has told me what to, what I've already done, and it has not fixed it, so, well... And I can't troubleshoot it because, uh, well, apparently, I'm going to try to look up the troubleshooting thing. But yes, I am in lots of mental agony right now because this is making me so mad. I just want to be this update to be done. Now, the last episode, I barely even talked, and you carried the whole way through. That's because I was sick, and I still am sick. I have a cough, and I just can't shut up sometimes. I have a runny nose still. And, yeah. That is one of my pains right now. I am sick. <clears throat> I'm sick. Any more pain you want to share? Um. Okay, why is that such a specific... Okay, anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. That's not about pain. That's just weird. Um, anyway... Um, yes, I've had many painful experiences, and also that, that, what I just talked about is not physical pain. I also think that's a good, uh, conversation thing, is, like, not physical, but maybe figurative, or not, like, literal pain, but stuff that, like, makes you, like, hurt inside. It quote-unquote hurts your soul. Um, but no, that's not what I was about to say. I'm gonna tell you a real pain experience. So... I've not told this story on the podcast. I think I've told it on my channel, I think. I'd be very surprised if I haven't. Um, this is probably um, my greatest injury story, and it caused me a lot of pain for uh, multiple months, I think. I hardly remember it, but I do remember the way I got injured and the whole entire moment of that and then like i kind of like lost memory of a lot of the other stuff but anyway so i was over uh i was across the street i was living in the blue apartments which i have talked about before and uh i had i was friends with this dude's brother and well he in well he invited me and then he has a brother and so we were all hanging out at their apartment doing really stupid activities like uh, playing bumper cars, like literal human bumper cars, which is already a stupid idea. But we were playing in their room. 
Um, they got one of their mattresses and put it in the middle of the room. It was just the mattress on the floor. Their floor was like I think wood or like it's it's just the floor. The floor is hard. So like if you fall down, which is foreshadowing, um, you can get hurt. Well, we're playing bumper cars and the game is round based. We're like it's two v one because it's not we don't have a fourth person. But like I'll switch sides or they'll switch sides with one another. And well, the one brother is skinny. The other one is a uh, uh, heavier set at the time. And he was uh, like five times bigger than me, probably. And when he hit me, because, okay, the role of the game, I should explain what I mean by bumper cars. Most people know that. But this is not like literal bumper cars where like it's people. So the the game is you shove each other off of the mattress. Like, you push each other, and you try to ram you off the mattress, and that's how you win the round. And, well, he, I ran at him, and he hit me, and when I did, I went flying up into the air, falling onto my shoulder. I, I think it's my left or right. I can never remember. I should because of how excruciating this was. This was not pain. This was straight agony. But um, I landed on my shoulder, and I landed on it wrong, and I couldn't move my arm. I couldn't move it at all. I literally just, like, it was painful to even, like, move a centimeter. And, like, I was, I instantly bursted out in tears. I couldn't. I couldn't move my arm. I was crying. I I couldn't speak. I was in so much pain. People were asking me what happened, and I like couldn't tell them what happened because, well, I was in pain. And so I had my mom was getting ready for work, and she uh she came over because. Uh, my friend's mom called and said that your your son got hurt. She came over and she was late for work and she had I think she like ended up not going or something because they had to take me to the hospital and I was crying on the couch profusely and everybody was consulting me trying to like trying to like not have my mind on the pain but that was not happening and uh. They, my mom tried to, or like somebody tried to move my arm to see like if my arm was broke because if it's broke then you're not moving it at all. They tried to move it and I, I instantly like screamed at them no and don't move my arm. And so I went to the hospital and I had to get a numbing shot in my shoulder which they had to make my arm flat, like pull it out from the position I had it, which is was, which. This is how strong I was, and I was super young. It took my dad, my mom, and a doctor and two nurses. These are fully grown men, and they couldn't hold me down on the bed because that, I wasn't having. That sounds what? like like a like a joke. How many grown ups does it take to change a light bulb? It's like how many grown adults does it take to hold down a Connor? <laughs> yeah, basically, I 
Yeah, they couldn't hold me down. Like, it, because they were trying to put a shot in, and if they don't want the needle to break, because that's very bad, they couldn't hold me down. It took, my dad tried to hold me down, couldn't happen. My mom tried to hold me down, them two, couldn't happen. I was not being held down. It took so many people. It took like five or six people to hold me down to get this shot in my shoulder so they could check on it. And then I ended up having to have a cast or a sling, not a cast, sling on for like several. I don't even remember how long. Like I said, I it may be months, maybe a month or weeks. I don't remember. And the even more extru- like painful part was when I slept, I have to sleep with my arms straight out. Because if I slept on it, it could do more damage. And it had to be specifically in a certain way to grow, like grow and like heal properly. Because when you're asleep, you're kind of not conscious, so you do things. I had to sleep with my arms straight out while it was sprained. I didn't, I should have said that. I didn't tell what injury I had. So I didn't break it. It wasn't broken, but it was like a bad sprain, which is like, I don't know. It's, well, it's not good, obviously. It's very painful. Um, but yeah, it was a sprain. It luckily wasn't broken. So I've, and to this day, I have never had to get surgery for something broken because I have never broken anything. I have fractured two different things. I have sprained my ankle. Like one time I had to wear, or I got, I sprained my ankle so bad that I couldn't even, uh, I couldn't do gym for like a few days. Like I've done a lot of things, but. I've never broken anything, luckily. But uh, that shoulder, that slash arm thing, was probably the most ex- painful experiences that I've gone through uh, too recently, like to now. It still is stuck in my mind, and uh, I never want to go through that again. So, yeah. I swear, like, nothing's worse than being sick in my head. Like, I've been sick so much, and I just don't really like being sick. I hate it. And there's this one time when I was sick, I took a shower because literally, my dad said, Hey, buddy, you should take a shower, like, really hot, and make sure it's, like, making mist, and... It, it'll make a vapor that it, it'll help you smell good it'll help you breathe good that's what my dad oh told me. my lord and so I go on that advice i took a really hot shower to where it was making vapor and stuff where i was being able to smell good and i used that thing as a massage as well because that's what he also told me to do because i could take off the the uh head the head the head of the the head shower thing? Head is that what you call it? <laughs> the shower head. Yeah. yeah. That I took that off and put it on like massage mode. Anyway. When I got out of the shower, I started feeling massive pain. I started going temporary blind 
and deaf. My ears started ringing, and my head started started to hurt a lot. And I was like, it, it hurt so bad. I was rushing to my room to sit down on my bed, and I was crying because I was in so much pain. And I think I thought I was gonna be blind and deaf forever. Until all of a sudden, like I my like, I started to see again. I so what I saw was it was originally starting to get like blurry, and then eventually it started. I started to see like black, and then it all started to just like randomly come back. And yeah, something like that happen. That was it. Crazy time. That just sounds scary, cause uh, blindness and deafness. <laughs> I I've never had something like that happen, but I've had the same advice given to me. So I was extremely sick once, and I don't know what I I can't remember what I had or anything. It doesn't really matter. Just know I was sick at the time, and I had nasal con nasal congestion like i couldn't breathe very well and my mom's like oh like if you take a really hot shower you, she didn't even say take the shower she said get the shower running really really hot until it like gets really smoky and you're gonna shut yourself in the bathroom you're gonna shut the door and you're gonna let the the fumes and like the the uh the humidity get in your nose and it'll clear your nose up and it'll help you breathe better and it'll like clear you out a little bit. Worst idea of my life because my mom was in there and she told me, okay, come in here now and uh, I'll tell you when to get out. Like we'll do it for a few minutes and then I'll shut it off and you can go back to what you were doing. Worst idea because uh, for some odd reason when I went in there, I instantly could not breathe. Like, it felt like my lungs were literally closing. My bronchial tubes and the tubes that make you breathe, um, that lead to your lungs to breathe, felt like they were literally gone because I could not breathe. I went in there, and it didn't help. It made it worse. I started, like, feeling like I was suffocating, and I was freaking out. I felt like I was going to die, and I started screaming, and I'm like, nope, nope, and my mom's like, hold on, you, it's not even been that long, I'm like, I'm not, I can't do this, I can't do this, I'm literally coming out, and she turned it off, and instantly it just didn't work, like, it was so foggy in there that, it, like, the mirror was all fogged over, you couldn't see anything, and it was super smoky in there, and I just, it made me, like, so scared, like, I don't know if this is technically pain, related but it kind of like felt like i couldn't breathe and it it didn't scar me obviously like i don't have ptsd i don't i was like it's not that but like i i was scared at the moment like i was having emotional distress i was in emotional pain at that moment because i went from like barely able to breathe because like my nose is all congested to literally feeling like i couldn't breathe at all like literally I breathed in once, and, like, the air was so, like, must not musty, but, like, so thick and stuff that it was, like, hard to breathe, and it was uncomfortable, and it made me so scared because I felt like I couldn't breathe, and so, like, I literally ran out screaming, saying, I'm never doing that again, 
And in fact, I have never done that again ever in my entire life. Like, never. I never will do that again. Alright. So you not breathing reminds me of the time where I couldn't breathe. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, again, I was sick again. And... No breathing. Just no breathing. Yeah, and I was at my mom's this time. Because it was my mom's weekend. And my sister came over. And what I remember was she's like, All right, Brynn, I'm going to kidnap you. She didn't actually kidnap me. She just took me places. She took me like Thornton's and then to my grandpa's. And what I remember before actually leaving was I was on the bed just trying to lay down, trying to breathe. I had a fan blowing right in my face. But I could hardly even breathe. Like, literally... I I could hardly even breathe whenever I'm normally sick. But that time when I was sick, that time then, that felt like I could actually genuinely could not breathe. Like, I was breathing through my mouth like that, you know? Because both of my noses were clogged. And she thought it was a good idea to take me places, even though I told her, no, I'm not coming with you. And then somehow I did end up going with her. I don't remember why I even went. Knowing myself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even like try to go with her anywhere anymore. Just because I'm, like, stubborn and, like, don't feel like it, I'm lazy. <laughs> but she decided to take me places. And I could hardly even breathe. She, she When we got to Thornton's, I, I remember being in the car by myself. Because her and her boyfriend... We're like, alright, we're gonna go and get, get drinks and I'm gonna get you something for... For you to breathe. And. I was in the car. I don't remember like if they put on like any like. Conditioning or anything. But I. That like it felt worse. To where I couldn't even. <laughs> it was harder to breathe in there somehow. I was taking deeper breaths and stuff. Yeah. Man. And then. She decided to take me out of town, far, far away from home, where my grandpa lives, where I could have trouble, even more trouble breathing than I did in the car by myself at Thornton's. And I decided, because they were inside at grandpa's, <coughs> I didn't want to get anyone sick. I decided to get out and just take a walk on the, like, the little road that it had. And that did not help either. So, basically, she took me places. She said, like, cold, it was actually kind of hot whenever this was. And she said it was cold out. Yes, I'm now remembering why I actually went. And she's like, cold air helps you breathe. And that's why I went. And it didn't help. I was still not even able to breathe. 
In fact, it was worse. So there we go. That's that story. Apparently, apparently, both of us cannot get help breathing. Like, we get advice to help breathing that normally helps normal people. Us, we do the advice, and it either goes extremely wrong or doesn't help at all. We just can't breathe, I guess. Where lungs don't work when we need it. Do you have any more stories? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have more. Um, I don't know what one to tell next. I mean, I've I don't have any as good as the bumper car story. Personally, that one is just it's funny because of how it's not like literally funny. Like it didn't make anybody laugh, and anybody listening probably didn't laugh. But it's it's laughing at it now because of how stupid. Like why? Because I, I was told many a times by my mom and, and everybody, like, why were you guys playing bumper cars? For one, this dude is, like, two times, three times younger than you. You guys are so much older than him, bigger and stronger, and you guys are playing bumper cars on a little tiny mattress, like, in the middle of the room where he could fall on the floor or anybody could get hurt, period, or put through the wall, or, like, just in hurt, period. Like, I, it, it's stupid. But, um, so I don't really remember this too much because this happened when I, like, was, like, three years old, maybe even younger than that, maybe a little older. I don't remember. Like I said, really long time ago. I do remember, like, it slightly. Like, I remember the exact, like, injury or pain that I felt. I don't know if it was painful. Honestly, I don't know if this is painful, but I'm going to tell it anyway because, like, it does sound painful because I can't remember. But uh, we just moved into the Blue Apartments. These are going to become so, like, synonymous with this podcast because I could talk about these this place forever. Um, so many stories and so many things I could talk about and how crappy they are which i want to eventually talk about but anyway um so we just mo- my my mom and i uh just moved into the blue apartments and obviously i'm not doxing this place because that's not what they're called so they're just blue and that's what they were called the blues so we moved in and i was helping my mom carry stuff in i literally wasn't because i was like three but uh i was I thought I was helping, I'm pretty sure. And we were getting stuff in, and, well, we just got out of the car, and I came running down, or running up, not down, up the sidewalk. And I was running too fast for my little legs to handle, and I tripped. And when I did, I went face-first on a concrete uh, sidewalk. And when I, when I did hit my head, my head... Literally, like, my mom said that I had, like, a scar and I had missing hair from where I literally, like, busted my head open. I had so much, like, it was right in the front of my head. Like, you can't see it now. For one, my hair covers where it was. And for two, my hair grew back and the scar is probably gone by now. But I had a gigantic scar and cut from, like, at the middle of my, like, hairline. 
and I was bleeding profusely. There was blood everywhere, apparently, to my mom. She, like, was all over my face and all over my forehead. Like, I had a gigantic gash. It wasn't even a gash. It was just a gigantic piece of, like, skin and everything missing. The, uh, I couldn't imagine it. It would probably be disgusting, to be honest. But, uh... Yeah, it probably was painful. I don't remember if my I can't remember if my mom told me if I was crying or not, but I probably it probably did hurt, but because uh I'm a kid and the only time kids really cry usually is when or when they get hurt, I should say. When kids get hurt or they fall, unless you have a reaction to them falling like oh are you okay that's when they start crying if you act like it's no big deal and you just like ignore them falling or you just say oh you fell or something usually they won't cry i don't know why kids are like that but you ask them if they're okay then they instantly start bursting out in tears so that's probably why i didn't cry but it probably did hurt because well i just literally opened up my skull just like right and like right up in where my hairline is and up on my scalp. It probably did hurt. But yeah. Alright. So, you got pain in your head. Yep. That reminds me of a time I was already gonna tell this anyway, but I don't know if I already told this on this podcast, but I cracked my skull open one time. So what happened was, me and my sister, I was trying to wrestle around with her. I was on her back, and what she decided to do was, uh, she somehow got me, got, like, she flung me up against this, like, the corner of this wall, and I hit, like, the back of my skull right at the corner of this wall, and I cracked my skull open, apparently, and... There was, like, I remember getting hurt so bad, and then my I was, like, feeling my head, and then my dad's like, ah, you're gonna be okay, you're fine, and then I took my hand off my head, looked at my hand, there was blood everywhere, all over my hand, and I started crying and freaking out, and then, like, from that moment forward, It was hard to remember, but I do remember them taking me to the uh, kitchen, setting me down on a chair, getting a towel for my head, and then that's when I, like, passed out or something. And I remember waking up, like, in the car, passed out again, and then what I remember was waking up in the hospital. (laughs) Yeah, that's usually how that happens. And then, that's not the only moment where that hurt, because they had to put staples in my head, which also hurt. Also hurt, like, months hurt, hurt. Months later, when I had to get my staples taken out of my head. So, yeah. Yeah. That one moment where your dad says, uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's basically, it It truly never usually is fine. The thing is, like the story I just told, which didn't remind you, but it basically was on the same level. Like both got head injuries or like blood all over your head. Weirdly enough, I don't think I ever got stitches for that. Like, I guess they just like, like 
bandaged it up and it just eventually just like skin grew back and it like I don't think I like had a cut. That's why I don't got I didn't get stitches or or uh, staples or anything like that because it wasn't a cut. I think I literally just ripped layers of skin, but like it wasn't like peeling skin. It like was bloody because like I literally like it basically got like road burn on my head. I literally just like ru- rubbed all the hair, just like blasted all my hair off of my head and like the skin and everything. So that's probably why, but I've never gotten stitches um, or any staples or anything. Luckily, um, I would not let, want that to happen. That would suck. I have another, like, what? head in- injury. Um, unless you have another head injury that you want to share. You have another head, head injury? Uh, I probably do, but just go ahead. All right. So, one time... I decided to stay the night at my cousin's. He lives like towns away. At the t- he he did at the time. So <clears throat> basically, he lives in kind of a poor house. So when I stayed the night, I was about to go to sleep, and then he's like, and I decided decided to uh, sleep on his bed. Which was not a good idea because it was basically just bed frame and like, I don't even think it was a bed, it was like a couch. And basically it was just like the frame of a couch, um, like it was metal and I remember it having a pillow and then like small like uh slits i guess to hold up the the mattress that was supposed to be there but no mattress and i slept there which was a terrible idea because i woke up and my head was hurting but mostly my jaw like it was in pain because i slept on a metal pole Yeah, and like, uh, I don't know, it hurt for like an hour or two. Yeah. Um, is that the end? Yeah. That's right. Before I go. Okay, I was just making sure. Um, I was gonna do an emotional, emotionally painful, but nah. This happened pretty recently, that's why I'm gonna talk about it first. Um, so, I had an ear infection, uh, a few months ago, like two months ago, maybe three, um, and this was the most painful, one of the most painful experiences of my entire life. Yes, an infection was more painful than spraining my shoulder. Maybe, I don't know, really, honestly, I barely remember a lot of the pain from the shoulder thing, because, like, I don't know if it was so painful it made me forget or something, because, like, I barely remember a lot of, like, like during that injury, and even the hospital visit, I only remember, like, fighting the doctors and fighting everybody, because I did not want that needle in my arm, because at the time, I was still scared of needles. Um, I still don't like needles, but to be honest, it doesn't phase me much anymore, but 
anyway, to the story. Um, so it's not really a story. It's just explaining. So I, like I said, I had a uh, ear infection, and I guess I don't know why I got this inf- ear infection. Um, I guess maybe because I wasn't cleaning my ear well enough, or the wax, like instead of like being able to be cleaned, it went deeper inside my ear. What they told me was my ear wasn't draining correctly because, like, it naturally your ear naturally drains, uh, wax out and stuff, and it, it naturally does that. Um, well, my ear wasn't doing that, and uh, I got an infection because of it. Well, um, I went because my ear was kind of like clogged; I couldn't really hear out of it. Like, it wasn't really, it hurt, but it wasn't, like, too bad. Like, it was, like, yeah, this is a little painful. Like, all I, I don't, I could still, like, focus on other things. Like, the one day I told you at lunch, like, yeah, I could barely, like, hear out of my ear. Like, it was because my ear was clogged. And, well, it hurt, but it wasn't that bad. And, well... I went to go check it because my mom's like, yeah, we should probably go get it checked on and, like, make sure, like, you don't have an infection or, like, let's catch you early. Well, I got a very bad doctor that day. I went to the ER, and uh, the doctor wasn't friendly. Like, she was being really rude and, like, blah, blah. Okay, she walked in, and she's like, hello, uh, who do we have here? And, well, my mom, being my mom, she's, she's like... It sounded like she was talking to my mom, because she's like, who do we have here? And she was looking at my mom, too. So, like, my mom thought she was talking to her. And so my mom's like, yeah, this is uh, my son, Connor. And uh, my mom started talking, and or I think she said okay, and then she's like, well, what's going on? And then my mom started talking again, even though, like, I was going to say something, but, uh, we talked, and then the doctor ripped her head off, and it was so stupid. It was, yeah. It was, she was not a good doctor. Anyway, to the pain. Basically, um, she was like, oh, you have some, uh, wax all built up. Let me get that out for you. She ends up getting this, like, not a Q-tip, but this metal, like, metal q-tip but it isn't really a q-tip it looks like more like a scalpel or like some kind of like spoon and i don't think it was supposed to go that deep in my ear she was so deep in my ear i could like feel it inside of like like not inside my canal it was like she was getting like even with a q-tip or like a wash rag, which, if people don't know, Q-tips are actually really bad for your ear. Um, you're supposed to use a wash rag, but, uh... Anyway. You're not supposed to go in the canal. You're supposed to get, like, in, like, where it enters your canal, but you're not supposed to go in there, because, like, you can seriously injure your ear or hurt your your ear, so you're not supposed to do that. Well, she was. She was rubbing inside there, and she was getting... And I... Basically, she ended up making the infection worse, which is why I think it was so painful, because she irritated it, uh, and it was so painful that, like, I was literally, like, gripping the seat, and I was wincing, and, like, I literally just wanted to, like, just, like, 
get her off me. I, I just wanted to punch her in the face so bad because of how painful it was. And basically, I ended up being in so much pain, and they gave, I think, I think they gave me medicine, like, pain meds and, like, other stuff, and they're like, oh, here's some medicine and blah, blah, blah. It started, I should start helping, um, in which it really didn't, uh, and ibuprofen would work for, like, literally 30 minutes to an hour, and after that, it would literally just come back, so, like, it, ibuprofen is supposed to work for like five hours i'm pretty sure because that's the limit you're supposed to take like maybe two three uh, some doctors say you could take up to four ibuprofen every five hours that wasn't my pain like my pain uh time it was literally every single hour after i took an ibuprofen it instantly started hurting and it was not comfortable so she made it worse that's that's probably why it was so painful. I already said that. Um, so she irritated it. And she made the infection worse, also. She made the pain worse, because I already had a little bit of pain. But, like, she made it ten times worse. So so painful that, like, I don't know. It, it was almost making me cry. But I ended up going home, whatever. One of the worst ER experiences I've ever had. And uh, it gets worse, doesn't get better. Days after I get my medicine, it still isn't making it better. They're like, oh, after a few days, it should get better and the pain should go away because, like, it's clearing up. And it wasn't. So I had to go to the ER again, which uh, ended up getting me COVID, which is amazing. Uh, obviously I'm being sarcastic, but, um, I went to the ER and I got a way nicer doctor and he was actually a thorough and they weren't like digging in my ear. They were just like slightly touching my face to turn my, turn my face and like be able to look at my ear and like the tool to look inside your ear. They were barely putting it in my ear, like so much gentler and nicer and my mom actually knew the person. Um, and basically, they ended up telling me that the infection was, like, was able to spread. Like, it was, uh, I, I don't know if this is true, but um, I might have to fact check this, so hold on a second. Okay, I'm back. I had to fat check that. So basically, I was told and my mom was told that the infection could have spread to my brain. Which, uh, by the way, if you don't know, uh, that would have probably killed me too. Because uh, it's your brain. An infection in your brain is deadly. No matter the infection. That was... That had actually, for some odd reason, like, I didn't realize, and I still don't realize, the danger I could have been in if it actually did go to my brain. I, it didn't even register to me, and it still hasn't. Like, I'm just like, oh, cool, uh, that's kind of scary, but it didn't really, like, scare me. I'm like, oh, I'll be fine, Fit infection won't move. And, and, of course, it didn't, but, and I'm thankful, very thankful it didn't, but, uh... She made it so bad that it could have actually spread to uh, the most important thing in your body. Well, second, maybe more, more important than your heart, your brain. 
it could have literally just killed me because she wanted to be stupid and dig inside my ear. And by the way, it was so disgusting to clean my ear. It was like brown, green liquid coming out of my ear instead of wax. And yeah, very, it was the infection coming out. It was very, very painful. And still, like, it also, I should have said this earlier. This was also pain, but also emotional pain. Because I was in so much pain, and I couldn't get out of pain. Where I was literally begging. Like, I was begging to nothing, because it was my ear. And my infection is not going to, like, listen to me. Like, yo, stop, get on my body. Like, it's not going to just, like, leave. I was literally begging my the pain to go away i was literally like holding my ear literally crying like i i won't even lie i was crying and i was begging the pain to go away it was in, insane i don't know what she did she did more than irritate it she made it so worse and i really wish that she could just like get fired or something because like she made it 10 times worse than it actually was because she was in a bad mood and she talked to me she talked to my mom and she treated me terrible and didn't help she made it worse so yeah that was probably a long story and i talked a lot and rambled but i had to explain everything because it, it was more than just pain it was emotional pain too like i was crying and i just I literally just wanted to, like, the pain to go away. I just wanted to, to disappear because it was so uncomfortable and painful. I, I just wanted it to be gone. Right. So, yeah. So, this is more of an emotional pain that I still hold on to. Uh, kind of a, kind of a regret I have, so... One uh one day, I was supposed to be going to Holiday World. I was in a, a state name, town name, whatever. I forgot where it was, and we were for the whole trip. We were supposed to be on vacation, but it was not a vacation for me because I had diarrhea. And basically, just me like, like farting. That, that would just me be, that would just be me crapping my pants, basically. So, yeah. And another part of that vacation, we were in the hotel, we were in the swimming pool, and I had a leg cramp in the pool, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a stressful time trying to even get out of the pool so I can help my leg. But anyway, we were at Holiday World. I was trying my best not to even cramp myself. Because, uh, yeah. And I only got to ride, like, three rides. There was that one twirly thing. And then... Oh, we were supposed to go on another ride, but didn't because we went to go find people, I think. Then, uh, I think I counted, like, the the wave as a ride, just so I could, uh, be more positive about it. 
while everyone else got to go on rides and have fun. While I was just there trying not to yeah. crap myself. Uh, yeah. So that that's the time where I went to Holiday World with diarrhea. Holiday World has some uh, creative names, like man, imagine going to Holiday World. No, the Holiday World and go on the twirly thing. That would be, that'd be fun. I don't think that's a, I, that's not a ride name. I just said that because it was a twirly thing. It was going around. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't know the name, so it might as well be the thing. name now. It's a twirly thing. You know, it's a funnier name, too. Like, Hey, kid, what, 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 what ride do you want to go on first? The twirly thing! Oh, is that your favorite ride? Yeah, the, the fa my favorite ride's the twirly thing. Twirly thing. I want to go to the Holiday World for literally one reason and one reason only. The twirly thing. I love that. I love that ride. Yeah. Gives me so much adrenaline. The twirly thing. Come down to Holiday World and visit the twirly thing. Uh, anyway, um, so I'm trying to think. Emotional pain. I feel like I haven't touched on that too much this episode, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go to actual pain too again. Um, so this is the time. Actually, no, I'm just going to tell this story. So, uh, very rare occurrence. Um, I was actually spending time with my dad, and which he bought me a football, a black and gold football, which I still have somewhere. Um, and we were playing. He liked to play catch, I guess. Like it was like, yeah, we're bonding, playing catch. But it was whatever. Did it anyway. It, it was kind of fun sometimes, and sometimes it wasn't. Anyway, to the point. So I was playing catch, and uh, this is foreshadowing. Rem or just remember your dad telling you, oh, you'll be fine. Just remember, you'll, or you'll be fine, whatever dads usually say. Just remember that, because it will come up in this story. So we were playing catch, and it was normal, and like... I liked to, like, really throw it really far to see how far I could throw it. And, like, a, like I didn't even throw it like a football. I would just, like, wind my arm all the way back and just, like, chuck it into the air. Because I just like doing that. Like, I feel like I'm just, like, I just feel super powerful when I do that. I'm like, yeah, I can throw it really hard. Or not hard, but super far. And I'm, like, winding all my, my arm all the way back. But anyway, we were doing that, and, well... One time, I went for the catch, and my finger, or after I caught it, my finger hurt, like, really bad, and I was, like, it, it didn't feel like, oh, like, the ball hit it, and it was, like, hurting because the ball hit it really fast and hard at the same, or whatever. It, it didn't feel like that kind of pain. It, it felt different. It hurt, and... I'm like, uh, my dad's like, because I think my mom was watching. She actually, like, came outside at that moment, and my mom was more worried. She's like, oh, like, 
uh, can you move it? And like, I, I think I could move it. I, I can't remember. Um, cause this was years ago and well, I kept playing catch and I, my, my dad, cause I'm like, yeah, this doesn't feel good. Like I probably shouldn't keep playing catch. Like I, this could get worse. Like the pain was like, like it, it was pretty painful. Like it wasn't that bad, but, uh, it was painful, obviously. This is why I'm telling the story, because pain. And, well, my dad told me, oh, you'll be fine. It's nothing. Uh, I don't know if he said this, but I swear in my head, I remember him saying, don't be a sissy. I don't really know if he actually said that. Like, he just said, like, nah, you're fine. It doesn't hurt that bad. Uh, and then he threw the ball to me again. And, nah. I don't remember really. I I just remember him saying something. I swear he said, "Don't be a sissy" or something so stupid like that. But I just kept playing, and then like it, it wouldn't stop hurting, and my fingers started swelling. So uh, yeah, it wasn't just like pain, like normal pain. It was swelling, so something was happening. And well, I had to go to a doctor, and then it wasn't a regular doctor. They sent me to a hand doctor. Um. Because the specific, it had some specific, like, injury for, like, cans. Like, this sounds so stupid. I can't remember. Maybe I'm just making this up in my head. But I'm pretty sure it was the specific doctor. A hand surgeon. Okay, my mom's helping me with this information. Hand surgeon. So, yeah, it was a specific type of person. And they, uh, they checked it. And the, the person that said it, they're like, Man, you must be pretty strong, cause like, cause I told them like, yeah, I kept like playing, like I got kept playing catch even after, like it it hurt and I was technically injured and I probably shouldn't have, like I said earlier, I I shouldn't have kept going cause I could have made it way worse, but uh, kept playing through the pain and just like acted like nothing was wrong and well they told me that a uh, this is gonna sound weird and I've never heard an injury like this either. They ended up telling me that I fractured my growth plate in my index finger. I should have also specified the type, the finger I injured. Um, I injured my index finger, and they told me that it was my growth plate, which I really, to this day, like don't understand how that's possible. Um, but it's in like the middle of your finger, like by your knuckle, like your your like middle knuckle. It's like somewhere in that part because they pointed it out to me. They like showed me where it was, and they they said like, "Man, you must like really be like pain tolerant since you kept playing." And like, I've always been pain tolerant. Like, there's been very few things that like a pain that really do do me down where I can't. I really can't handle it. Such as the ear infection that was. That was insane. And also the uh, bumper cars uh, springing my shoulder. That was also terrible. Um, otherwise, usually pain doesn't really affect me. Uh, in fact, the story I was going to tell later, the, the jaw infection, uh, that wasn't even as painful as the ear infection. Um... But anyway, basically, I had to wear a finger cast, a special-made finger cast, because, like, yeah. And I was late for school, because I did it in the morning. 
I think. And I came in and everybody's like, what happened? And, and like, I had to tell the story and like, people are like, oh my Lord. And it was like, I think this was in like seventh grade or sixth. No, fifth. Wait. It happened that long ago because I remember because I had, uh, I almost doxed, the, I almost said their names, like their literal names. I can't say that. I don't want to, I don't want to give them their personal names out. Uh, but I have, we only had two teachers at the time. We weren't in high school, so we don't have like six, six or sixth. It was sixth or fifth. But either way, I had two teachers, and everybody's like, "Oh my lord, what happened to your finger?" I'm like, "I fractured my growth plate." So basically, what I think happened because like at the time I don't know, and like the doctor suggested that basically when I caught the football. My my index finger went all the way back, like it snapped back where it's not supposed to bend, and it basically like snapped it back and it went back and that's how it injured. But yeah, and to this day, I swear my finger is a weird shape because of that injury because it's super curved and it looks really weird. And well, you guys can't that are listening don't know what it looks like, but I've showed. I've showed Brayden and many people, like, it, it looks really weird. So, yeah. But my finger's perfectly fine. But, yeah. Injuries amaze are... I've had so much more injuries than I think Brayden has. Like, pain, normal feeling. But injuries, I just get... I don't know, I had injuries I was younger. I just, like, back-to-back... I swear I had, I had many back-to-back. But yeah. All right. End of that story. I have one more thing for me to talk about. So, at school, Yawns? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Talks about school for one second. Just go, <laughs> man. So tired. Uh, we do this thing in PE called the Fitness Gram Pacer Test, and um, man. So, uh, The Fitness Grand Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. The 20-meter Pacer Test will begin in 30 seconds. Line up at the start. The running speed starts slowly, but gets faster each minute after you hear this signal. Bing! A single lap should be completed each time you hear this sound. Bing! Remember to run in a straight line and run as long as possible. The second time you fail to complete a lap before the sound, your test is over. The test will begin on the word start. On your mark, get ready, start. So, that's... And that plays bad music. <clears throat> yeah, but I can... I remember the... I remember, like... I could just hear the, like, the music in the back of my head right now. I can. I can, too. It, like, scarred me. Anyway, mm-hmm. so the pacer test. I run it. I take it seriously every time. And as a kid with asthma, 
I should not be doing as well as these other kids aren't. These people look more healthy than I do, and I do way, way better than everyone in my entire class. So, um, my highest score this year was 74, and this one time I was about to beat it. This was literally, like, last week, and what happened was, I was still sick, and I was at, like, 60, I, I happened to get to 68, but I didn't, I wasn't able to go on more, because I was actually too slow, and I, I couldn't make it over for the second time, so... I failed because I was too slow, and then I blamed it on me being sick, and then I started to, like, have, like, a meltdown. I started crying. I hit, I fell down on the floor, and I slammed my, my arm on the ground because I got so mad, and I started crying because I couldn't beat my score, which I kept on telling myself that I could have beaten it if I wasn't sick. And then... The funny thing is, uh, after the weekend has gone by, the teacher was like, alright, we're gonna run the pacer test again, and then in my mind, I was thinking, oh my lord, why do you have to do this to me again? And, uh, guess what? I did not beat my score again, but I did make it a 72. And I didn't actually, like, get mad that time because I expected myself to lose again. And, uh, 74 is actually a path, uh, it's an A range for me. So, yeah. Yeah. That's literally the start of yep. A-, minus actually. 74 to 80. That's A minus, and then I forgot uh, 81 to shoot, whatever that is, don't matter. Alright, do you have anything else before I wrap this episode up? Yeah, um, Pacer also, uh, it doesn't have me physically, uh, well, it kind of does have me physically in pain, uh, um, but no, it also has me emotionally, because every time I hear, oh, we're doing Pacer today, I'm like, man, can I just walk out the front doors right now? Can I just leave? I don't want to do this right now. I never want to do it. Like, at the beginning of the year, when we started doing it, after we were done doing the mile, I'm like, eh, honestly, this better than the mile but then i'm like i just like every time i'm like i hear it start and i'm like i have like a ptsd episode not literally but i literally just like i'm like no i don't want to do this I, i'm like i do that deep i do that that deep exhale and i'm like i just want to quit right now i just i don't want to do this so yeah the pacer also has me scarred but um not in the same way because I know for a fact I can't get that high. Um, in fact, 
this is not me related, but I want to say this because it involves Pacer, the Pacer test. There's this kid in my my class, and uh, he's a football player. Well, football season ended, but and now he's in wrestling, but or unless he quit wrestling, I can't remember. Either way, super athletic, super in shape, and he does. The first time we did Pacer, he instantly went so high for no reason. Like, they said that it didn't really matter. Like, they said, oh, just do, like, do do whatever you want to do. Like, it, we're not grading it yet or whatever. Like, this will be the start of where you need to be to get a grade. And this guy went to, like, I don't even remember. It was a high number. And each and every time we do it he gets higher and higher and now at the he's at the point that he's at a hundred and eight i think and like he just like keeps going and he'll end up being the last one every single time and we could just be at free time like we we could be doing free time if this guy didn't exist like if he was not in more class we would be done because i think somebody usually stops at like 70 80 this guy just keeps going he just like he's like a a cardio machine he doesn't even look like he's out of breath at all like this dude literally just looks like he's breathing normally while going to a hundred but the last two times like when he first did a hundred he did a hundred and one he almost puked the next time he got a hundred and four he almost puked again or no that time he did he like he spat up something and then the the most recent time monday this week he got to 108 and he also started dry heaving in the in the trash can i'm like why do you do this to yourself like all you have to do is beat it by one and you just keep beating it by like four eight twenty thirty like the first time he i think he did maybe like i'm gonna estimate like 70 80 almost and then he went to 100 instantly he just jumped up 20 more laps and I'm like, bro, why do you do this to yourself? Just beat it by one. That's what they said. Do beat it by one. If you could do two more laps, then cool. But this guy just he just makes himself suffer. He like ends up almost puking every single time. He might be in physical shape, but it's still it still does a number on him to do a hundred plus. So yeah. But anyway. So the jaw infection. Um this was not as painful as the ear infection, uh, not even close. It was painful, and I did have to use like some uh, like ibuprofen and stuff like that. And I eventually like found I had to use this like or oral gel, which like numbs your gum and like the pain goes away because you you literally numb it. And then I got even stronger stuff, and I think I still have it. So like if I ever have it again, then I'll be fine. But uh. Basically, like, there's not much of a story. It's just, like, yeah, I, like, ended up getting a jaw infection. And it hurt a lot because jaw infections and toothaches and stuff, like, really painful. Um, But don't, that doesn't even compare to the ear infection. I just, like, I don't know why that hurt so bad. The jaw infection was was also painful and like i would have to do the 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 or gel thing every once like every like pretty often 
and it's like if I took ibuprofen, it didn't really do anything for the pain. It like didn't really go away. I had to use the thing, and I would I would use a gauze or like a piece of like uh, a cotton ball, and I would like shove it down and and like pack it inside of my like lip or my my cheek and i'd like hold it down in there so like the or gel would like soak in my jaw and it would like it would get all in the pain and it would just go away and honestly the most effective way to get rid of pain is that that stuff i don't know what that stuff is and it, it just it like fully numbs you so like it feels weird the first time you do it then you get used to it. But yeah, basically, that's all I gotta say about that, because there's not much of a story like the, the ear infection. But, uh, yeah. Um, I guess I have one other thing, too, to add. Well, not two other things. One, I'm just gonna tell you that it is, uh, it is emotional distress, emotional, emotional pain. So, another thing with my dad. So, at one point, I used to be scared of vacuums, and I've told this on the podcast before in the Fears episode. So, I used to be fearful of vacuums, and I'm almost certain it's because of my dad, because he used to torture me with them. Like, he would torment me. He would, like, pers- purposely, like, bring the vacuum near me. He's like, it's gonna get you, and he's gonna chase me around with it. I'm so stupid. I don't know why he thought it was so funny, but, like, he would do it, and it just, like, traumatized me. I didn't want, I did not want near a vacuum cleaner. Like, this guy thought it was so hilarious. He's like, he's just like, (laughs) It's coming for you. Uh, you might get die. You might die. Like, might bro, die. He, like it was so. You might, you might, you might get die. You might get sucked under and just, just, and chopped into little pieces, Jeffrey Dahmer style. Like, I don't know. It was just crazy. I, I just like had emotional distress anytime I heard a vacuum star or get near me. I'm like. I'm like, <laughs> get it away from me, basically. So yeah, um, I'm not like that anymore. In fact, I actually started helping. At one point, I started helping my mom uh, vacuum, and I still do. So yeah, I'm not scared of vacuums anymore. But that was terrifying at one point. He traumatized me with vacuums. So yeah, but the last thing is um i don't this was painful but it wasn't like like constant pain it was like pain and then it went away so my i've told this also on the podcast before i think i think so me and my friend were uh wrestling and i'm way bigger than him at the time and still he's super skinny and uh, I mean, like, super skinny, like, skin and bones. There's not one, like, percent of fat on this guy. And, um, he wanted to wrestle, and he's like, oh, let's, uh, let me do the, uh, let me do the pile driver on you. Like, 
I'll I'll be careful. Like I know how to do it. Like I've seen it. Like oh, it'll be fine. Like I'll just do it. And because he's like, oh, it'd be so cool. Like I've always wanted to do the pile driver. And well, he did. And he like he like he barely was able to pick me up because like he's like has no muscle. Like I mean, he's skinny, but he also is not skinny muscular. This guy had no muscle. Like he was just bone. So he picked me up like barely, and then he dropped me. And bro did not know what he was doing because I landed and. He, like, it obviously didn't injure me. Like, I, I could still, like, I'm not paralyzed. Or, like, he didn't hurt my neck or anything or my head. But, like, when I landed, when he did the pile driver, he sat wrong. And my neck went wrong. And he might he made my neck hurt. And, like, I thought he broke my neck because I just sat there for, like, two minutes just laying there. Thought I was, like paralyzed because my neck hurt and like my whole body hurt after he what he did i thought like man life is over basically he he literally like oh it'll be fine proceeds to break my neck i thought that's what what happened because when he he went down he in fact did not know what he was doing i don't know why he because i told him no i'm like no you don't know what you're doing i'm not letting you do a move that can literally kill people you're not I'm not doing it. You're not doing the pile driver. And somehow he weaseled his way into letting me do it. He like convinced me and he did it wrong. Like it hurt my neck. And I just laid there and he looked at me and he was out of breath from picking me up. And like, I was like, bro, you're not, I don't care how much, like, how out of breath you are. My neck hurts after you just, like, tried to literally kill me because you did it wrong. But, yeah, like, I was fine, and my neck didn't hurt for that long. It was, like, a few minutes, and then, like, it was gone. But it was, I'm like, I'm never having, like, people have tried to do the pile driver to me before, after that. I'm like, nope, this time, nobody's doing that to me again. You're not convincing me. Stupid idea, literally so dangerous. Like, if you don't know, if you don't watch wrestling, you don't know what a pile driver is. Basically, you pick somebody up by their like, you have them in power pom- power bomb position, and then you have them and you have their head downward and their feet up in the air, and you pick them up and you sit down and you're supposed to, not actually, but you're supposed to like smash them down on their head or their neck and it's supposed to be a really deadly move and well it is if you mess it up because you could literally make somebody go paralyzed like you completely just murk their nervous system basically and their spine and all their synopsis and everything and just like make them not be able to move or you snap it in the way of not paralyzing but killing them because like you could just break it in their neck and just kill them so yeah people should have listened when wrestling used to say don't try this at home and which they don't do anymore 
But uh, probably because they knew nobody listened. But uh, yeah, don't try the pile driver. It could literally kill someone. So unless you want to literally get a murder charge for killing someone because you wanted to do a wrestling move because you thought it was cool, don't do it. It's dangerous. I should never let him do it to me. But uh, yeah, it was it was painful at the time because like I literally thought he like made me go paralyzed for a second. And then I'm like, uh, I'm fine, but uh, my neck hurts now. But, yeah. That's, uh, I have other pain stuff, but honestly, I don't need to. Um, unless we make a second part of this later down the line. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Unless you remember something. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, share the podcast. Uh, follow the podcast. And uh, subscribe to our YouTube channels. Uh, my channel is J-U-S-T-C-R-I-T-Z. He is N-Y-A-I-R. His handle is J-U-S-T-N-Y-A-I-R. And uh, remember, you could do anything and everything. And see you guys in the next episode.